This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If I were you, I need advice too. I've been following these two Jews and sending dubs on the YouTube with the Sketch Crew podcast day one. Get the master room. Yes, dude. I'll be on the advice game running it. Podcast network head gumming it. Yeah, they might put you on blast, have fun with it. But they can get you what you want if you can run with it. Taking the miss, swish, they never miss. Metal ditch bits, calling out your narcissistic shit like hard one crit. Pinch it off with your boyfriend, headed off to college. Get it on with the pop, father's dropping knowledge. Hey, I just drank it for the vodka. Damn it, tickle off on a theme song. Put the picture on and the dime pieces. Season cheeses and the Game Boy. Same love for the koi goi. Enjoy a little bit of unsolicited advice. Spice up your life at 40 minutes. Of these guys running up on questions. I'm professional, but fine. If I were you, show a genius. Male, rather die, see you on the other side. But not like Starbucks suicide kind. Yeah. Absolutely epic. Really cool. Savage. Savage. Absolute savage for that. Yeah. That was a really savage cut. I don't think there's anything. Oh, God. You're so low energy this is a really today. that was different yeah. you don't like whine at the end of your, at the end of your it was mad mad flow dude okay. you're obviously like overtired for ambient yeah, yeah. Or you're drugged you're on drugs man. i'm drugged gave you too i got my credit. wisdom teeth out yesterday okay. so we i took an ambient and a cocaine pill in a jar <laughs> in a sauce. Do it in a jar with a sauce. <laughs> cocaine in a pill? <laughs> yeah. And a sleeping medication. I took Z-Quil, NyQuil, DayQuil, Trinquil, and I feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> I bet I could do the rap like he did a little bit better than I died. They left your wisdom teeth in a little bit. I could see them bobbling around in the back of your mouth. <laughs> I got an implant. I never had wisdom teeth. I wanted so they, extra. They shoved two more in there so that I can convince the fairy I owe twenty dollars a piece and all it cost you're, me was six thousand you're middle-aged you're you're paying the tooth you're or you're collecting money from the tooth fairy still <laughs> i steal from the rich insurance companies and i give to the poor me mm, i see very nice uh uh that guy was named jacob ulicki uh ends with a j so i hope that j is silent sure is you made it silent uh, he sent the theme over in February of 2019. I guess I missed it. And then back then, he had just met Jake while dressed as Balnor at the first NADPOD show in Seattle. Mm. Wow. Wow. Oh, look what at a, this. Nothing, blast from the past. Nothing, to pl- nothing to plug, but Amir. But Amir is probably the first person to ever pronounce my name correctly at first guess during an Ask Twitter episode. So I hope... <laughs> it's funny because I... I did the same thing right now which is said jacob ulicki and i hope it's spelled correctly and pronounced <laughs> correctly but i guess i got it before so i trust myself 
Yeah, it'd be wild to have gotten it once, and it's like hardwired into your brain the way you would know how to pronounce, the way you would <laughs> interpret how to pronounce that. Right? That's like right. Your reading comprehension. Nothing's changed, <laughs> unless I'm a different man now in the last two years because of COVID. Hmm. I guess that's possible. COVID's made a lot of people different for sure. For yeah, sure. I don't even pronounce things the same way anymore. Everything <laughs> about me is not as it was, as it were. What's the it's biggest new. difference between you now and you two years ago? Hmm. Um, the biggest good difference or bad difference? Ooh. Uh, ideally, if you can come up with one of each, that's good. But okay, I'll take what I can I get. I I think that my hectic travel schedule of flying every other week and not ever really being able to um, give myself my me time uh, yeah. made it so I was dealing with chronic pain for longer than I needed to. Since in March, in lo when we went into lockdown, I basically just started working out every single day and I no longer have pain in my lower back i no longer have any foot pain i Whoa. feel i feel better physically i just don't have any pain in my body um wow yeah i also was diagnosed with an underactive thyroid and i started taking thyroid <laughs> medication which i never would have gone to yeah. the doctor if it weren't for for that but i think that wasn't until the summer so um so yeah have all you that noticed stuff the difference yeah yeah i feel i waking up is easier i don't feel like tired in the middle of the day um oh interesting and yeah like no no like uh crash after like no 3 p.m crash really so that's better oh, and then i'm like mildly depressed which i think is like worse overall right so it's like physically better stronger faster right. no more pain mm -hmm. emotionally and mentally sadder yeah so it's like if I could see my friends and family and travel and I felt the yeah. way I do physically, I would be probably the happiest I've ever been. But Oh, interesting. But um, since you can't do that. Yeah, then I'm a little sadder for it. But that's fine. I'm healthy still. So that's, you know, you know, you're I have it better than most. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A lot of people but I'm still are struggling sad. right now, dealing yeah. with homeschooling kids right now with mm -hmm. no space of their own you have you have plenty of space minimal yeah. responsibility in the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. so job we're health everything's everything is good but that's that kind of just goes to show you how rough all of this is because even the people that have it good are a little sad we're not as sad as we yeah. could be if we had it bad but it's still not nice to have the virus i wonder if in florida where they're where they're just going out still eating restaurants people are partying if they feel like covid is kind of over or never really affected them there's got to be people that were just like yeah yeah i don't know last year just sort of felt like a normal year for me i didn't do anything differently i still went to work i still saw my friends and went to restaurants and stuff so they must feel some type of way because other people were were like <laughs> behaving so different like even if you're yeah. even if you're being as normal as you think you are, there's still everything around you has changed. Like it's not easy yeah. for you to do all of the stuff that you were doing before. So like even if you think they were, you know, people wearing masks and uh, honoring closures and social distancing are wrong, <laughs> you still had to like at least be confronted with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I should I should think so, but yeah, I guess it'd be nice to talk to someone who just like hasn't adjusted at all 
um, never really felt the ill effects of COVID whatsoever, like in a small town somewhere. Yeah. Or maybe oh, I you're know, in New Zealand. I, I know a guy that lives in Sweden where there was like, no, they pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, and then who who is this guy in Sweden, <laughs> you know, and He's, how are they doing? I yeah I haven't I haven't heard from him uh, but I somebody that I used to rock climb with in Los Angeles shout out to Shane oh well there you have it all right but let's I don't I don't bring him yeah up. we'll go give him a call get him on the podcast <laughs> how was Swedish COVID <laughs> the best kind of COVID was Swedish COVID it's like but, meatballs they just do it a little bit better over there I'm curious to hear how you've improved and unimproved in the last uh, year ooh um I would say I feel like uh yeah mentally i'm just like slowing down because i there's like very little stimulus so i'm not going anywhere or planning anything or dealing with anything so i feel like kind of crazed where i'm every week is sort of the same week over and over like on sunday nights i play poker monday i go to work tuesday i'm playing tennis wednesday i'm working out with billy thursday my off day Friday into Saturdays, the Mario Kart. Sundays, the poker again. And I just do that and see nobody <laughs> over and over. So I'm going a little wow. bit crazy. And my attention span is like um, all over the place. Like I'm trying to like read books, but like my brain is too frazzled or stressed out or anxious to like just sit down, relax and do nothing. So mm. that's my mental like, acumen has changed. Uh, physically, I'm probably not as strong because I used to go to the gym and like lift a lot of weights. Right now, I'm like you know trying to do like the at home workout. Like we'll do push ups and squats and mountain climbers and maybe two to three times a week. And I'm not like playing basketball, so I'm not like sweating and sprinting with my friends. That was like a great endorphin boost. Now yeah. I'm playing video games with my friends, so like right. I feel an endorphin I guess, drip. Yeah, I feel like mentally and physically a little bit lower, but not like to the point where it's uh, dangerous yet. Another year of this, I don't know if we're getting used to it or if it's just going to be an exponential decline. I feel like, were, are you happier now than you were in the beginning of lockdown? I was more stressed out in the beginning, not without knowing anything. Now that we've been doing this for so long, I think that I'm like balanced out. I'm not like, I'm not uh, as worried. Yeah. Well, the first, the first, the beginning of lockdown was worry. It's like, holy shit, is everybody going to die? And now it just feels like the, this never ending slog of dealing with COVID will never go away. So it's going to be like this low grade COVID issue. It seems like <laughs> to me for years and years, like as long as there's 10 people in America that have it, won't it just always do what it does? 10 becomes a hundred becomes a thousand, it becomes 10,000. Like we're not going to completely eradicate it, will we? Will the vaccine? No, the vaccine is not 100%. And there's, there's, I don't see a world where of the 400 million people in America that have it, zero cases of COVID, unless we literally limit international travel. Okay, so that ruins that part of your life or limits interstate travel or, yeah, it just seems like I don't see an end in sight and I'm just dealing with it in a fine way. Put oh, on a, little, a happy face. I'm a little depressed, frankly. After yeah, the, that, <laughs> after that small monologue, I'm sad. You've saddened me. You've saddened me. I feel hopeless. Yeah, I just, I'm listless I'm, now. You listless me. You listless s Grant. I wonder what happens after everyone gets the vaccine or doesn't. 150 million vaccines administered. 
by July. What's September looking like? We going to a baseball game again? Or is that also scary? Can I go to a movie theater? I don't know. Or is there also a danger of death? I really don't know. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I hope I will, as soon as, I, I guess like the only thing that I know is that when, when like, uh, the WHO or like the CDC says I can go to a baseball game, I would go to a baseball game. Like, Oh really? You're I'm, like that. You're, you listen to the CDC and you're not going to be like, let's wait and see how it affects other people first. Yeah. I, I would be on, I would be the front line of like things reopening, I think. Yeah. And I, I would not be like, I would, I would, I would be the wait and see guy. It's like, all right, everyone's been vaccinated. You can go to restaurants again. I'm like, all right, I'll catch you later. I'll see if it's uh, if it's actually <laughs> dangerous in a month if cases spike again. And it's like nothing has actually changed. Mm, yeah, definitely. That's smarter. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I really want someone to give me a burrito on a plate with a fork on the side. I haven't seen or talked to a waiter or bartender. Yeah, probably like, in a year. You so you wouldn't even do the outdoor dining. No, I mean, I got like to go and mm. sometimes would eat it outside, but mostly would eat it at home. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Anyway, it's fun. It's crazy. It's fun. It's good. <laughs> it's awesome. That's, yeah, I don't need to see people anymore. I see Avital and my parents and that's it forever. And that's I guess it, good. Maybe we've just compartmentalized because like talking about it makes me really sad. I'm bummed out now. I've, my yeah. afternoon's ruined. But like day to day when I'm not really thinking about it, when I'm just like going through the motions of COVID, you know, like not going outside, like doing the normal stuff that I'm depressed about right now, thinking about it, I'm not that depressed. It's Yeah, you can sort of convince yourself that that's like your worldview. Right. Like, oh, now I'm doing this. It doesn't feel extra. Yeah, right. It's, I guess that's the, the structured aspect that helps. Oh, here's something new and exciting. Our virtual live show. Yeah, we can't go to Seattle or Canada, New Zealand or Australia, but right. we can still do a live show over Zoom. That's nice. It's been way too long since we've done a live show. I almost forgot yeah. the structure of them. And then I remembered we just read questions. So yeah. it came right back So to we're going to do, we're doing our live podcast and you can get tickets, um, which will let you watch that night, which is Wednesday, February 24th at 6 p.m. Pacific, or you can watch it for a few days after if you missed the live recording. Right. Yes. And uh, I guess the the bonus of that live show is that we're uh, able to, just because it's a, it's a Zoom link, instead of, you know, asking someone to fly to uh, Calgary with us, we can we can uh, invite more people. We can have more friends and guests, and uh, people will drop in, which will be fun. Yeah. And another frequently asked question, aside from will we have guests, is uh, will this be released as a normal podcast episode? And I don't think so. I think it's going to be an exclusive. We got to make it special. We got to make it yeah. in that moment. And we can't just put it on the feed because then it's like, no. why, why not, would I pay it's to not see right. that That's not right to do, to ask people to pay cash yeah. and then to drop it on the feed the next week. That's yeah. that <laughs> We wouldn't that's do tacky. that shit. It's tacky. That's really tacky. That's actually, actually really tacky. It's small. It's petty. It's tacky. There's no front row seats because it's always, it's you in front of your computer. So every seat's a front row seat. So there's no like meet and greet. There's no front row seat. You don't have to travel. You don't have to get in line. Yeah. You can just, it's 15 bucks. And, it's been uh, democratized. That includes, Everyone's treated equally. That, yeah. And that includes all the fees. Uh, 
sign in, watch us um, talk to each other, and then also some special guests, which we really have to get on. Like, we have to start asking our friends which right. one of them is available Wednesday night. I don't know yeah. where they're going Wednesday night. Where's Streeter Wednesday night? What if he can't make it? Streeter might have SNL. I think they're still really? doing stuff. Yeah, they still do the show. So Streeter Shit. could easily be our hardest to ask. Everyone else will say yes. They have to. They have to be available for us. We can't. Mm. They're sort of cornered at home, not doing yeah. anything. We would have done it for them. Is that true? I, will, I probably I would have to be told. On, I used yeah. to be on buckets a lot, and you're always like yeah. kind of pu- pulling the family card, as it were. Yeah, My mom doesn't I'm, want you I'm to busy. beat on the show. Yeah. My dad doesn't like you. And for me to be on that show. It's not really like pulling that. the family card. That's me being insanely honest. <laughs> My dad doesn't like you, so I can't do your podcast. You're sort of a, a bad influence in a mm. way on the day. So You're that's pulling the My Dad right. Doesn't Like You card. <laughs> what card? Well, I pull a basketball card. Oh, I, I want to send you a pack of my basketball cards. I bought a case of basketball cards so I can you send you some. You're going to send me a pack? Yeah, you said you wanted a pack, right? I can't send you a whole box, but I can send right. you a pack. And then I said, yeah, well, then you said, you know, the text thread, I asked for a pack. You said you couldn't send me a box. I said I only wanted a pack. And then I think you said no. Yeah, I said they'll crease in the mail. But you know <laughs> yeah, what? Right. Fine, fuck it. Have your Michael Jordan card graded PSA 2. You think I give a shit? Yes, dude. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> Actually, if you had to buy a, a not a basketball card, but any trading card, what what do you think you would pony up the dough for? Would it be like um, a nostalgic thing from your Yankee days? Would it be a new exciting player that you, you learned to love recently? Would it be mm-hmm. like a Tom Brady? I would probably do basketball cards because I feel like the only the only impulse I have is to like relate to my friends and everyone and like my friends are into that right now. Like I don't think I could. That's good. I would probably give more of a shit about like early 2000s baseball cards like an andy pettit oh my god can you imagine or a fucking rocket holy shit i, w- I mean actually jason giambi <laughs> Roger rookie <Clemens>. cards <laughs> they've all been destroyed we should make a bet because it's the super bowl this weekend we can make another classic oh. super bowl bet loser has to get the winner a 50 dollar playing card from ebay wow i don't even know i guess i feel like the the easy money is on Mahomes. Right. But then you don't want to bet against Brady. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'll just I'll just bet Brady. I'll just say Brady's gonna win. I feel like he okay. always finds a way. He really does. It's very annoying. I bet on him like uh, sorry, I bet against him the last two weeks and it's always like Tampa's not that good of a team going into Green Bay and Tom Brady wins again. It's like, all right, so he's just always going to win. He's not even that good. Yeah. What is he doing that's so special? It's, it's just being Tom Brady. Like, he makes the other coach call bad plays. It's like the, <laughs> the will of the universe is for him to win. Yeah. And it's funny because he used, he used to be like an average quarterback in college and like was drafted 200th out of the draft. And then for whatever reason, he made this deal with the devil where he became mm-hmm. hot, successful, and the best quarterback of all time over the last 20 years. He's the kind of guy where during COVID, like we're talking about, he's like, I didn't really notice anything. My private chef kept me sharp and my barber kept <laughs> me hot. And I'm back in the Super Bowl with, what team is this? The Tampa Bay, whatever the fucking ears. Anyway, I spent 14 hours a day in my hyperbaric chamber and that was kind of my thing. <laughs> 
And then I beat the best team ever, the Kansas City Chiefs. They were no match for me. I'm Brady. Tom Brady, best friends it, with the fucking devil. It seems like he should lose. So I think you should take the, you're going to take Mahomes. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take what the Chiefs. What are the Chiefs. stakes of said bet? Um, I think the trading card. Loser has to get the winner a trading card from eBay. We'll cap it at $50. Okay. All right, cool. That works. That works for me. Um, all right. Okay, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and answer some questions on the other side of these messages. Yeah. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, it can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend, drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online, too. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. You can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit BetterHelp.com segments today to get 10% off your first month. Therapists can be very expensive. With BetterHelp, they're affordable. And if you go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments. Segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Aunt the <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I've been drinking tea. I'm a tea guy. Okay. 
Yeah. I see what's happening here. You in the last two months, you started cooking, you're drinking wine, you're having tea. You're mm. adjusting to this quarantine by becoming sort of like this boring middle-aged man. Like the next thing you're going to do is like <laughs> I'm into records and classical music. It just really like you're is, slowly devolving yeah. into a different person. I agree. I think that I would have not grown up except for this time to sit and reflect quietly. And then it and then it <laughs> happened. Like my life, every single weekend was the exact same from when I was like twenty until <laughs> I was thirty four, for sure. Like the exact like I did nothing different. I was I was an immature little brat. I was a piece of shit. I was a fucking yeah. garbage man. I really was. And <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. I was a trash pail kid. I think I. <laughs> But here I am. Now I'm fucking. Now I like tea. I like tea now. Okay, I learned, so I learned how to make it, why, which is really the let's hard hear. part. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like tea always seemed like a chore. I'm like, I don't want to make tea. That takes. That's too much time. Um, yeah. But it turns out it's actually really low effort. I don't know if you knew that, but it's just heating yeah. Up you the put water, a bag in hot water and then of the course. bag. Yes. Yeah. That's no. Actually, Avital's been getting into tea and making me tea, so I've been having tea. It's a good um, post-dinner uh, drink to have. It helps with digestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, helps you sleep. It's um, I love it in the afternoon because I feel like I always just wanted something new to happen in the afternoon. I was a, a majorly off afternoon coffee now. I you remember I used to have a, a post-lunch coffee. Yeah, and that's the not, flat white. Yeah, that's not me anymore. That's not me anymore at all. Um, it's also a good wintry, wintry drink. Like it's cold outside, you want to hold a hot mug. That's right. Yeah, it it feels good to sip on. Um, feels nice to put a lemon in there. Um, it's just, it's it's nice. There's something very nice the about du- like the the kettle whistling too. The the whole ritual yeah. of pouring. Yeah. What she taught me, what Avital taught me, is that you can't. Like I used to just leave a bag in there half an hour, an hour, while you're drinking, while you're not. Right, you're and steeping. And she found out that, like, you have to steep for, like, five to seven minutes, then you take the bag out. Like, if it oversteeps, it ruins the flavor profile, and you're not actually doing the tea Enjoying justice. Tea. Like we, Interesting. Yeah, we got some nice tea bags, and it was like, steep this for five, steep this for seven, steep this one for nine, add this, don't add this. So there's wow. different steeping requirements as well. I had no idea. I was doing, um, I was doing the post-steep that's when you just drink the boiling hot water and put the bag up your ass. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. What do you do? Post steep, I was saying. Because then you, so the the bag doesn't soak in the mug. You don't have to soak, or steep, I should say, for, you were saying five minutes, seven minutes. What you do is you, you, uh, you boil the water, you heat up the kettle, pour that into a mug, a cup, drink that yeah. down. And then you have the tea you bag. Drink, sorry, you're drink, sorry. Don't, don't even get to that part yet. You're just, <laughs> first things first, you're drinking just boiling hot water bo- and you're yeah. letting that. It's, okay. it's and brutal. It's in you. It's bad. It's, it's hard. Yeah. So you, and then um, you drink what the do boiling. You, say you do with the tea bag. Then the bag, you, be it your English breakfast, your Earl Grey, a green <laughs> Doesn't matter tea, what the bag is. A ginseng. Yeah, what do you do with that? Bag? I don't mind I honey ginger. You shove that up yeah. here. <laughs> you put that, you put the bag in and your ass are you positing that the boiling water 
hits the bag somewhere in the middle there or it's I don't too know. unrelated I don't activities. know how it works. I don't know how it works, but it's... I don't what think I like about work, it is, is the ritual, I think I was saying. The ritual <laughs> aspect of it. Just doing yeah. something, you know, every day. And it's a dry bag or you're soaking the bag? It's dry because you don't need it to It's steep. a dry bag. Yeah, you do. You're post-steeping it is what you called it. Post-steeping. Yeah. And then they, they say there's caffeine in tea like there is in coffee. I don't feel that same jolt. Do you ever feel that same level of um, caffeination from a tea? No. For whatever reason, I never do. No, I, I, I do not. I wouldn't hate to feel some caffeination, but I don't really. But I think that it's not the kind, like coffee, caffeine, like you feel it. You're like, I'm like almost jittery, you know? I can tell when I have had the right amount and the wrong amount of caffeine from coffee. And I often strive to have the wrong amount i like want to feel wired um and then with the tea i'm not like looking for that you know that's more just like i think that it's it must be working without me really realizing. i see okay all right so you've you've moved from so your daily routine is basically water coffee water tea water wine you always have to have this specialty drink it seems to look forward to. i do yeah i do i do love a a drink to look forward to it's nice that's good and will you have will you have wine and tea at the same time or are you keeping those separate? those are separate for me i don't have the nighttime tea i have the afternoon tea i have the two to four p.m tea sometime around there i i made some uh tea just before this podcast actually Let's see it. Let's see your fucking little mug, your sweet little mug, and how you 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 blow on it to make sure that it's not so hot. Yeah, I can see you. You hold it with two hands, and you don't sitting cross-legged is, with a little book or whatever. Very higa, very higa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't see the. It's empty because I drank the boiling water, and it's empty uh, because I put the bag of I believe it was green tea this afternoon directly into my. That's ass. The- <laughs> You know, you know, I'll just assume that you're butt chugging the tea from now on. You don't have to say directly into your ass. Just know that we all <laughs> think say, that you're drinking the tea. When I say post-steep, you'll know. I post-steeped yeah. that. That's <laughs> not a thing. No way that's an actual thing, by the way. I could make that steep. trend. <laughs> Where? Where? Parlor. Quote? <laughs> Parlor. Oh, my God. Did I mention I'm MAGA now? So ever since Trump, quote, won the election, but wasn't allowed to continue to serve, I've been doing a deep dive into what brought him here. And the election was stolen. And I do think he's the president. And I'm MAGA now. And I'm on parlor. And I shove tea up my ass. That's, I guess, you the biggest me how ways I've changed. I've changed. Yeah, since COVID. A lot. For the better, <laughs> quite frankly. I've changed for the wetter, too. Aren't you also into baths now? I do love a fruit forward, full bodied red with those grippy, grippy tannins. Mm. <laughs> Let's go. Give me, a fucking give me a Pino. <laughs> Get Let's out. A bath, a bath is when you're the tea bag, if you think about it. So you just mm. like dipping things in hot water, whether it be you or yes, mm. a tea. Dry bag, post steeped. I know what you're going to say up your ass. Ass. We know, okay? We really have to answer a question. Um, Okay. But we need some help. Uh, We didn't quite find a gem, and I I figured maybe we can turn this into a game a little bit. Um, If you know anybody who can 
help us oh. out. Oh my god. Game Boy, have you changed since COVID? <laughs> Are you also drinking tea, Game Boy, or is it more of a Jake thing? Game Boy doesn't really believe in the virus. Oh! What? Game Boy is a COVID truther? What do you mean you don't believe in the virus? Like, Game Boys can't get the virus, or? Like, it's not real. Oh! <laughs> How is it not real? You see the images, you see the data, you think everybody's just lying to you, Game Boy? Yeah. Oh! What? <laughs> it's absolutely undeniably real, Game Boy. I'm kind of disappointed in you, quite frankly, but you invented this game, and <laughs> I guess we have to use you to play, even though you're not really... I really don't understand your role in this at all, Game Boy. <laughs> I'm a little problematic. Oh! Yeah, right. And look, what do you bring to it? Like, we're the ones guessing. You just, you kind of just say, oh, when things either go right or wrong. We don't need you I just you like here, the game. Boy. I just like yeah. the game. Okay. Oh. Anyway. Um, so Game Boy or Jake, do you want to guess a word? We're, we're looking, we're going to search our email mm. for a word that has only one search result. One search result. That's how you win the game. Barnacle. Barnacle, Say you that piece again? of shit. Look up Barnacle, you little dick. Let's do it. Let's see what happens when you look up Barnacle, fucker. Come on. Ooh. It looks like the only thing is a thumbnail submission, mm-hmm. which we should also talk about. We changed our podcast start for the first time in seven years. Haven't really brought it up. Right. But if it, if it worked out well, you can see it on the apps. And if, if the apps are still grabbing the old image, you can see it on headgum.com. But we do have a new new podcast art thanks to Dave Clock. Shout out to the goat. Shout out to the goat. Dave Clock looks good. Love holding and that then, golden mic in the art. It's really it's really yeah. fitting. It's beautiful. And I think I'm also holding a little trophy as well, a little golden right. mic, which That's is right. fitting, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> it's fitting what you're holding um, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then the other email this is interesting the other email that has the word barnacle in it is a potential intern application from five years ago and this guy was the editor-in-chief of the quinnipiac college newspaper called the barnacle so is that why you thought of it uh no i but it's interesting i my proximity to quinnipiac right now is it's very close so yeah there must be something dangerously close to the barnacle the new england bear do you have another another word or seahorse? Since that one didn't oh! yield anything, see it yielded something. It yielded two. <laughs> You're emails. just in a nautical themed. That's right. Nothing. No seahorse. Blowhole. Blowhole. <laughs> All one word. Yeah, it's gonna have to be. Otherwise, it'll be way too much. Oh my god! Is there one? I think this is it. It's a one of one. Oh my good lord! Holy shit! That's insane. We won the game. I think this is a question. It's called Phileo Fish Ruined My Life via Rap Battle at Billy Scafuri. Huh. Did we ever answer this question? Never. It's not even it's an unread? Un uh, not unread, but unresponded to or unforwarded. Okay. Okay. Um wow. Here it is. Uh, let's start at the beginning. I've always been intrigued by the filet fish For me, it holds some sentimental value. It reminds me of the times my mom would take me to the Golden Arches and make me order fish fingers because she thought they had some nutritional value. Spoiler alert, they don't. But I've always been far too embarrassed to order it. 
I mean, can you imagine? The cashier would lose all respect for me. However, me being the beautiful fool that I am, I entrusted this information that I was embarrassed to order the filet fish to my closest friend. But what I received in return for my honesty wasn't acceptance. No, she was furious. So after weeks of back and forth teasing and public humiliation, she finally forgot until Billy posted that photo of you guys eating a filet fish at McDonald's. She then added my Insta in the comment section, ready to hit me right where it hurts in the goddamn blowhole. But I didn't want to let her get away with it. I had a retort. So these people are having a, a rap battle in the comment section. But I didn't just let her get away with it. I had a retort. And within a couple message, we're in a full-on rap battle, spitting bars uh, in the comment section of Billy's Instagram. So my question is, who wins this rap battle? battle. If I win, we have to eat filet fishes together, and if I lose, uh, I'll eat five burgers one after another in one sitting, one hour maximum time. Okay, so we have to judge this rap battle competition that happened in this Instagram photo. I'm going to pull it up right now so we can read it. Uh, well, I guess we just need to, just let's judge based on two lines. A line okay. from the person that wrote and a line from the other. Okay. The person that wrote writes, Delusions of grandeur, a sense of entitlement, and fantasies of being a god? You're a narcissist on the world's largest metaphorical bod. Okay, so that's one. Mm -hmm. And then her friend, aka ex-friend, responds, You think I'm delusional? Honey, what I say is provable. No mortal's flow is this nice. It's clear that I'm Christ. Ooh. That's pretty solid. Pretty good, right? Yeah, I think the friend, based on, let's go one more, one more bar. Give me one more okay. bar. The email writer, we'll call her um, Billy Holiday, because it's mm-hmm. a female Billy. Put that palm leaf down. The only waves I will be making are grabbing your crown. And then okay. her friend responds, <laughs> you're trying to hurt me with Drake? Oh, bitch, for goodness sake, go find yourself a Quentin, because my pride ain't gonna dent in. Is what who's Quentin? I don't know, Tarantino. I think she just said Quentin to rhymes with rhyme with Denton. <laughs> then, all right. Then the then the the writer wins that round, I think. Um <laughs> oh God. Give me we... one more one more back and forth forth. This is the rubber match. Our email writer, Billy, writes Boo, a blast from the past. Halloween is over, but this ghost has been recast. I might be your nightmare, but I'm old McDonald's dream bitch. We're in Connecticut <laughs> because I'm, I'm I'm about to take this haunting to an extreme. That's I, I'm Ronald McDonald's dream bitch is a great line. All time fucking great. That's I think I want to make that my Instagram bio. <laughs> And then the friend responds, bitch, hit me up like boo. I turned around like bitch who had to Google your name. Don't keep irrelevance in my brain. Like Satan, you're not too easily forgot. Mm. That's really tough. I think it's a fucking, <laughs> it's a draw, man. I just can't. Can you call it? I don't know. No, they're both too similar. I think you guys have to go out, make amends and, uh, much like we did, go out and get a filet fish together. There's yeah. a picture of you eating this filet fish and we didn't know how good we had it. You know, you sitting in that fucking McDonald's 
holding that mm-hmm. fish sandwich with half a slice of cheese. Nobody's wearing a mask. We're all just happy to be alive. Yeah, it's it was a it was better time. We should have enjoyed like it's deep fried fish. It shouldn't be that bad, right? I'm sure it was okay. I think that we must have been hamming it up. I sh- I'll go back. I'll get another fillet of fish this weekend. I'll get yeah, another. But then I'll get like a chicken sandwich as well, just in case that filet fish is actually as bad as we remember. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to. The weird thing was the half slice of cheese. Just That's go the for the full cheese. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's take a- another break, and I have to play the Game Boy. Oh, One yeah. more question on the other side of these messages. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back yet again. Okay. Oh, my turn. I'm going to search antibody. It's going to be a really popular question. It's actually only two. Whoa. And one right. of them, one of them is uh, an LA County advisory something, antibody testing. So oh. Sort of a win. Sort of yeah. a win. No, yeah, that's, that's for real. Uh, this one comes in July, and it is about, indeed, my friend's aunt, the antibody queen. This is from... <laughs> A 22-year-old guy living at home. We'll call him Dude Fur. Dude Fur? Hi. I'm a 22-year-old guy living at home. As I'm single, I've been abstained from sex for five months now. However, when I go on my daily walks, I'll often run into my friend's divorced aunt, a gorgeous and friendly woman in her <laughs> mid-40s. My <laughs> friend's divorced aunt. Okay. We chat. We chat and walk together, and she recently asked for my number and texted me. She says I should come over to her place for some wine sometimes soon. I haven't so told hot. my friend about this. <laughs> I haven't told my friend about this, as I'm not sure he'd want me to sleep with his aunt. Four years ago, this friend, f- <laughs> this friend fucked my cousin without asking me, but I didn't mind <laughs> and fine. laughed it off. <laughs> As I see this cousin twice a year, and I'm not personally close to her. He sees this aunt about twice a month, but they aren't particularly close. Here's the catch. The aunt took an antibody test after dealing with a cough, and she has antibodies. Antibodies, I should say. Nice. My research, my research suggests that she should confer at least some immunity, so I can probably seize the cheese without permanent lung scarring. Do I go for it? I don't know how much longer I can do this intimacy. Uh, without intimacy, and it seems like the safest opportunity. My friend also broke his ankle last week. Does this make it an insensitive time to have sex with his aunt? No. Any help was appreciated. I mean, I feel... I'm going to go out on a limb and say this has already happened. I don't know how old that email is, but 
He's slept with the aunt. They're actually it's living July. together. July. I can ask. You can. You should ask. I think. <laughs> let's let's ask. Let's find out. We'll get a good follow up pup for next week. But my vote is uh, yes. Obviously yes. And he should do it. Or yeah. you're saying he has done it. I mean, as long as he's okay assuming the risk, which, as it sounds, it's pretty low. She's got the antibodies. Um, as you know, you're not seeing anybody. You haven't slept with other people. Um, yeah, you can at you know you can ask her like, hey, before I come over for wine, are you um, have you been pretty isolated? But maybe you already know <laughs> based on your walks, like that you're both being your walks safe. and talks. I can't yeah. imagine what it's like to be single these days. I I don't think anybody is like actually waiting an entire year to go on a date there people are finding ways yeah i would say he should ask for permission first but like you don't need to ask for permission from somebody's nephew like do you have to do you owe this person a heads up at least like by the way i'm going over your fucking aunt's house how random is that yeah i don't i think that (laughs) i think you don't owe you don't need permission, but you do owe your friend the heads up, at least post, at least afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to make hard things because... weird, but I did fuck your aunt. Uh, <laughs> Just as a I don't want to make things weird, FY but I've been hanging aunt. out with your aunt. I think like I don't like it's I don't know it's weird enough you're going on walks like right that that seems kind of strange. I'm walking yeah. around with my friend's forty year old aunt. It's kind of a weird thing to, like, care about, and yet I think I would, like, I wouldn't want anybody sleeping with any of my aunts. It feels like a tense, borderline dramatic situation that I'm being thrust in, because then it's like, people accuse me of something. It's like, I didn't do anything. They met independently. I'm sorry. And I don't think it's a bad thing. And then people start, oh, you know, like if you're if your mom, the... If your mom was like, why did Jake fuck my sister? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, you can like, ask Jake that doesn't ask my me mom for permission. <laughs> I didn't. Get, I didn't grant it. I didn't say it was fine. Yeah, it just it can be family drama. It seems potentially, and I don't know. It feels it's it's a sticky situation. Um, mm. So if you're thoroughly lonely, I guess you should go for it. You know, because it's a special situation. It's a special time. Um, these are extre- extenuating circumstances, and I don't think it'll stop the relationship with your friend. Yeah. Did you? And you emailed this person to ask. Yeah, I sent. I sent them an email. Yeah. We're gonna get a follow up. We deserve a follow up. We deserve to know what happened. He fucked his friend's aunt potentially, and that's something that everyone here listening deserves to know at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. Um. <laughs> All right, cool. Go for it, unless you have already or not, mm-hmm. but yeah. let us know. But let us know. the advice generally is to go for it. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's our time. Uh, mm. If you have your own questions or theme songs, send them to show at gmail.com. The opening one was, of course, Jacob Ulicki, hopefully. Uh, and this closing one, oh my God, let's see who wrote this one. You want to talk about the live show again as I Yeah, you know, up? you can get tickets to the live show. Come check it out. Watch what we're doing. See who our guests are. See who we texted right after we recorded this episode to ask if they would be on our live show. You can get your tickets at jakeandamir.com. This closing theme song is written by Jack. I am at Sprague Jacket on Instagram. And shout out to his music producer, Richie. 
cool. Uh, whose name is Rich underscore IE on Instagram. Nice. And to my friends Lisa and Seiji. So thanks, everybody, for working on this song. Uh, Thank you. Thanks to Jack for recording it. Thanks to Jacob for the opening theme song. Thanks to you guys for listening. For more of us, you can always check us out on our Patreon. We're making weekly videos over there. A lot of Jake and Amir watch videos coming out recently. uh, And it's all at patreon.com slash J-A. Woo! And we'll be back here next week, uh, of course, as always, for free every Monday. See you soon. Ever in a mood? You were getting kind of screwed? Your boss said that you're fired because you replied all with nudes? Boyfriend's acting rude. Listen to Surge, dude. Cause they work on all your issues on the way, by the way, in a way on the day, tell your every problem shoot. You're in a bind, trying to seduce a girl or snatch a dime. You hate the grind, trying to deduce what life's about and find. Don't go in blind. For the love of Jesus, please just freeze and let these two just tease you. Seize the cheese and freaking ease your mind. Ever feel the need a yellow hat? Listen to the Game Boy and his chipmunk chum. And if a person really needs it, they'll roast them like an almond and make them get their head in the gum. They'll take you to school when you tune into Shmuel and Jake's killing a collecting buckled and next fucking winning again and again and again and again and a mirror's a cool. Do you ever ask God for a new pod with co-hosts who could kick it with the squad who are one of a kind? A couple of goofballs who riff and are charming and cheerful and chine? We should check out Review Review by Jeff and Riley. I mean, I'm a fan. Dare I say I'm a stan, if you will. But I hope you will. was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration Live. And why don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Uh, yeah, I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.